0: Wisconsin is poised to fund a new juvenile corrections facility to partially replace the Lincoln Hills Youth Prison in Irma. It's Monday, June 5th. This is Wisconsin Today. Good morning, I'm Alex Crow. Coming up, Sarah Lear reports on the settlement of an antitrust lawsuit against the maker of the drug Suboxone and Danielle Kading tells us how a recent Supreme Court ruling will affect Wisconsin's wetlands. Stay with us. Gardening in Wisconsin
1: is a year-round job and Garden Talk is here for you throughout every season. We help you battle relentless pests and pick your favorite mulch. We also cover how to care for houseplants and successful methods for starting seeds inside. We want to know what keeps your garden growing. Join me, Larry Miller, for Garden Talk on the Ideas Network, Fridays at 11 and Saturday mornings at 6 or online anytime.
0: Years after it was slated to close, Wisconsin's Lincoln Hills Youth Prison remains open. But as Sean Johnson reports, the state could move part of the way toward replacing it in the next budget.
1: Lawmakers passed a plan to close Lincoln Hills five years ago after years of reported abuse and neglect at the youth prison. Part of the plan for replacing it called for new corrections facilities. Republicans on the Legislature's Budget Committee would fund one of these in Milwaukee County, but they stopped short of funding a second youth facility, spending $6 million on a study instead. Milwaukee Democrat Evan Goyke said he wished Republicans had gone farther. I'm glad there's $6 million to keep hope alive that we can someday close Lincoln Hills. But man, it isn't, we know we will need this second facility. The new Milwaukee Youth Corrections Facility isn't scheduled to be complete until 2026. Lincoln Hills was scheduled to close in 2021. Sean Johnson, Wisconsin Public Radio.
0: Fitch Ratings downgraded Milwaukee's credit rating by two notches last week. The move is yet another indicator of the looming fiscal cliff the city is facing. The lower bond rating also means the city could pay higher interest on its debts issued for capital projects and cash flow needs. Joshua Benson is Milwaukee's capital finance manager. He says he was shocked by the rating. We
1: acknowledge the challenges that the city is facing but we believe that significant progress has been made at the state legislative level, which would allow the city to raise additional revenue.
0: A report from Fitch Ratings casts doubt on a proposed state deal to increase funding for the city, which is currently being debated by lawmakers. Without that extra money, major budget cuts could be seen in Milwaukee. The city has already been forced to make cuts to police staffing and has also eliminated fire stations in recent years. Wisconsin is poised to get more than $7 million from a lawsuit against the maker of a medication that's used to treat opioid addiction. As Sarah Lear reports, the multi-state lawsuit argued the manufacturer violated antitrust laws. In
2: 2016, Wisconsin led 41 states and the District of Columbia in filing the federal action against Indivior, which makes Suboxone. The suit claimed the pharmaceutical company used illegal means to try and preserve its drug monopoly and inflate prices. It alleged the company tried to stifle generic competition by switching the Suboxone market from tablets to film, while at the same time it tried to destroy the market for pills. In all, the states are set to get more than $100 million total from the settlement agreement, which still needs to be approved in U.S. District Court for the Eastern District of Pennsylvania. Suboxone is prescribed to treat opioid abuse disorder. It can reduce the risk of overdose, and it's used to treat cravings and withdrawal symptoms. Sarah Lear, Wisconsin Public Radio.
0: Wetlands in Wisconsin are likely to see less harm than other states after a recent U.S. Supreme Court ruling. Danielle Kading reports the decision limited the EPA's power to prevent pollution in certain wetlands.
2: Wisconsin has already lost about half its wetlands, but around 5 million acres remain. Those are likely to see less harm because of state protections through the Wisconsin Constitution, courts and legislation. Erin O'Brien with the Wisconsin Wetlands Association says it's important for state environmental regulators to spell out what the decision means for the state. So that property owners have clear understanding of the extent to which this federal ruling affects what they can do on their property or what they can do with their development plans a spokesperson with the Department of Natural Resources says the agency is still reviewing the ruling. The decision said wetlands separated by berms or dikes would no longer be covered under the Clean Water Act. Some GOP lawmakers and farm groups say it's a win for property rights. Danielle Kadang, Wisconsin Public
0: Radio. And finally, it's been an abnormally dry spring for much of Wisconsin this year. Many areas of the state saw less than an inch of rain in typically stormy May. National Weather Service meteorologist Kate Abbott says parts of Wisconsin were between three or four inches below average rainfall amounts last month. And Abbott says the Weather Service Climate Prediction Center shows much of the same in coming weeks.
2: The month of June is forecasted to be above normal temperature-wise and below normal precipitation-wise throughout the month as a
0: whole. Two of the drivers for the dry conditions are a shift to an El Nino-like weather pattern and a ridge of high pressure that sat over the upper Midwest last month. And that'll do it. Thanks for joining us for Wisconsin Today. I'm your host, Alex Crow. Our producers are John Davis and Bridget Bowden. You can catch us wherever you get your podcasts every weekday morning. And as always, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating and review. Have a great day. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.